The following podcast is provided by an approved senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders radio network podcast network. And we are very excited on behalf of Athera Pharma to be interviewing a wonderful top expert in Alzheimer's disease. And that is Dr. Daniel Goldfarb out of Sun City, Arizona in an organization called Banner Health. And thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Goldfarb. Thank you for having me. You know, we're, I'm very excited to look uh, to talk to you a lot about Alzheimer's disease. There's so many families that have been affected by it. They've, my mom had dementia. She didn't have Alzheimer's, but she had dementia. My stepmother had Alzheimer's disease. Um, it has touched so many families and the statistics on Alzheimer's is just overwhelming. Um, and yet to meet someone like you, I was reading your bio and I would love to hear a little bit about you know, share, have you share with our listeners a little bit about your background, if you wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm a dual trained neurologist and psychiatrist uh, and actually went into both fields knowing that I wanted to get into the world of Alzheimer's disease, mm-hmm. having, having really my first exposure, not with my family members, but as a, uh, before medical school, I worked for a hospice dementia program. That was just starting out um, in 2005 and uh, working with people who are at end of life, dying of dementia, various causes. And so what I identified, and as many of us do, is there's a, I thought there was a lot of unnecessary suffering that was going on um, in this whole world and a lot of stigma. And so I, uh, that's why I thought I need to do both of these residencies to get a sense of the overlap of the brain and the mind and then be best equipped to work with people and families dealing with dementia. Wow. Did you ever sleep doing two residencies? (laughs) (laughs) You did. And somehow I had a child too. So that, Oh my goodness sakes. You're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Dr. Goldfarb, you obviously work with patients as well as on the research side um, in the memory center. How do you balance that? And how, what is your interaction with that? Yeah, so I'm a uh, physician researcher at Banner Sun Health Research Institute mm-hmm. in Sun City. Mm-hmm. And so I really see that anyone that comes into our clinic for an evaluation, for example, in their families, one of the most, uh, one of the important parts of the care offered are research opportunities. So mm-hmm. we have a number of clinical trials going on. And so while we'll, of course, I will do the, the complete evaluation, we'll talk about treatments that are available. Um, but also knowing that right now we, you know, in terms of medication, we only have symptomatic treatments. And so clinical mm-hmm. trials in, in this world of Alzheimer's are exploding. There's so many promising things going on. And right. being a part of clinical trials is really, a um, there's many benefits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, in, in talking about trials, um, we've talked a lot with Pharma about different types of trials. And my question is to you is, if I'm a listener, and I think about you know, I have a loved one with Alzheimer's disease, but I don't really know what I'm getting into with the trial or what they're all about. Could you give me kind of an overview of what those are? Sure. And what they're like. Yeah. So um, being a part of a clinical trial, it's, it's a personal commitment to Mm -hmm. um, learning about a a medication that's under investigation. So it hasn't been approved, but the FDA Mm -hmm. needs to see certain steps take place to know if this drug is safe 
well tolerated mm -hmm. um, and if it's effective to actually, for example, with Alzheimer's to, to stabilize uh, or improve cognition and also right. looking at other biologic factors. And so the way I approach it with my patients is that, you know, first, you know, let's, you know, let me tell you what you might be eligible for. And sure. then, let's, and every step is a conversation and making sure everyone knows mm -hmm. uh, what they're getting into. Mm -hmm. um, and so all, you know, every medication that anyone takes had to have gone through clinical trials. And of course, mm -hmm. we've heard a lot about these lately. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And before the clinical trials, there was research, there was, um, you know, a lot of different types of testing mm -hmm. going on. So it's not like, you know, you're just throwing, you become a, like, I use the term, you're not a canary in the coal mine. There's been a lot of foundation that has happened, but it's, there's been some promise. Then that's why it's been to this point. A am I correct? To Absolutely. That degree? Okay. There are, there are so many safeguards in place um, yes. and you're actually as a research participant and study partner, you're getting um, so many medical, you're getting so many assessments that mm -hmm. we sometimes identify things, other things earlier yeah. than you would with your normal care. So. Sure. Sure. And obviously with, with these types of, um, you know, powerful, I use the word powerful because they are powerful discoveries. Um, you know, I am very excited to kind of talk a little bit about those in our next segment, but I really want to zero in on. So once something, something hits a trial, um, there's a great opportunity for some amazing things to happen if you get accepted. And obviously there's a screening process. Is there not? There is. I'm going to qualify. Oh. There is. Uh and now, and obviously that depends on which study, um, you know, you're participating in, uh, what level that you are at with the disease, the progression, et cetera. All of those are factors, are they not? Yes, exactly. So we really want to make sure it's the right patient, if you will, for the mm -hmm. right study at mm -hmm. the right time. And so we're looking at, you know, blood labs, EKG brain imaging. We're doing some cognitive assessment to make sure that you're in that correct right range of what we're looking for, depending on the study. So with mm -hmm. dementia, it's often, you know, what stage of cognitive mm -hmm. impairment do you have? Sure. Sure. And obviously with, um, you know, cognitive impairment that can affect the brain in different ways. I, I, can it not? I'm, I don't know. I mean, I know enough about Alzheimer's to be dangerous. <laughs> so, so, um, but I'm fascinated in so many things that I've learned through, you know, the research of Pharma, and you got, you were definitely a big piece of that. So I'm very interested in how, you know, how do these discoveries happen? Obviously is through this amount of research that you guys do on a regular basis. Yeah. So, you know, memory, we hear, we think often about memory when it comes to Alzheimer's, but mm -hmm. actually other things can be the first or predominant symptom, like language, visual, spatial, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, even mood changes sometimes are the first we found out, you know, recently. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why I'm encouraging, I encourage anyone, um, essentially who's over 50 to really talk to your doctor, talk to your primary care doctor. Don't mm -hmm. chalk this up to this is just normal. Um, because even if it's not Alzheimer's, it could, you know, there's a lot of, I call it, it's good to get a tune up. You know, there could yeah. be other things that could be adjusted. Yeah. It could be pre-stroke. It could be all kinds of things that yeah. I know that, um, you know, speech gets hard to process. Sometimes that's the beginning of a stroke. It may not necessarily be 
something else. Or you could have had many strokes. You don't even know about it. So there's a lot of different things. So when you go, if you have a loved one that has, you know, has Alzheimer's disease, um, what are, or you think that they're, um, you know, about to, you know, you think that there may be something wrong as a loved one. What do you think um, specifically you should look for in, in a potential like that? I, I think the most important thing is, is this a change for the specific person, right? Okay. So, okay. So my wife has always been this great cook and she mm-hmm. suddenly is having a hard time, not suddenly, but she has been having a hard time, like remembering the ingredients to these recipes. Mm-hmm. So that's meaningful versus someone who doesn't like to cook, right? Or, or an accountant right. can't really, they're making mistakes with the bills, you know? So right. things like that are what is important to, you know, keep your radar up for. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously to notice those kinds of things, if somebody's doing something the same way every day and all of a sudden they walk out and their pants are on backwards or <laughs> something like that, that's yeah. an indicator maybe not yeah. necessarily it's the, it's the decider, but it certainly, it could mean, um, you know, you can't, you don't know how to tie your shoes anymore. Uh, you yeah. know, little things like that. Those are things obviously that, um, mm-hmm. to pay attention to, um, is that I, absolutely. And I would add that, you know, studies show that when it comes to talking with your primary care doctor, if, if a care partner, a family member, expresses to the doctor that they're concerned, that doctor is more likely to take steps to work Mm -hmm. that up. So that's why I encourage caregivers to really advocate for their family members. Absolutely. And, you know, being, being a caregiver, it's, it's, I always say it's kind of a delicate balance because you still want to stay the daughter or the son or the sister or the husband or the wife or something like that. But on the other hand, there's sometimes when you have to be the advocate, and you have to be, you know, the person that's saying, you know, and how do you most delicately um, deal with that situation? I know when I was taking care of my mom, I would always just write a note to the doctor and hand it at the front desk when we check in. And so I never had to speak during the appointment. And that I allowed her her dignity of having, you know, the conversation with the doctor. And yet I was able to get that dialogue come forward. And I think those are things if we just be a little bit more mindful of being a caregiver with you and being a team with the doctor as much as the the patient is. Is that correct? I mean. Yes, absolutely. It's such an art. Um, (laughs) And, you know, that's another reason why I was drawn to this area is that it's not just a disease. It affects the person and the the family, the Mm -hmm. roles, the identity, the relationships. And so that has such implications, you know, in many ways. And so uh, being, I found that being, uh, knowing, knowing about the person who's affected who they've been over their life and mm-hmm. infusing that. And so they mm-hmm. recognize you're honoring them and you're seeing them and you're not just stigmatizing this. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like absolutely, um, you know, maintaining that dignity. And um, we're in our next segment, we're going to be talking about um, specifically about a brand new clinical trial that Athera Pharma is sponsoring. And for those of you that are really interested in our next segment, we're just going to give you a website to go to so that you can follow along if you want to look at it first before Dr. Goldfarb and I talk. And that is www.lift, that's L-I-F-T, 
hyphen ad. So it's L-I-F-T hyphen A-D dot com. And if you go there, it will explain a lot of the clinical trial that we're going to be talking about in our next segment. And Dr. Goldfarb and I will be back right after this. We at Answers for Elders, thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision-making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey go a lot easier.